getting you set for all of Sunday's NFL action. It's the Sunday Spread on the BetQL Network with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell. Presented by BetMGM. All right, baby, it's time. It's the big game. Okay, welcome to the Sunday Spread where where we give you our best bets. We analyze the games. We give Brock Purdy some love, and we hate on Taylor Swift. (laughs) You had to throw that in, right? Uh, You know, (laughs) you start out all bad. I had to say what I do, okay? (laughs) I had to say what I do before what anybody else does. Disclaimer, I don't speak for Devin Caney and Barry Brooks. Apparently, they wouldn't even (laughs) let it ride for two seconds. Before we got into yeah, the show. Yeah, you tried to sneak that one in there. Right. I did. I did. Starting I did. off I, 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 It was the third or four, right? I tried to slide in the in yeah. three, four. Mm. You ignored the Taylor Swift hate thing altogether. It is what it is. I'm but not going to give Taylor Swift hate, okay? I oh. will give Brock pretty hate. Oh, okay. But we'll get to that later. Well, you, <laughs> you just want to do the opposite of me to just annoy me. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, basically our relationship yeah. on this show so far. <laughs> this entire freaking year. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Sorry. Devin Caney. Uh, what's up, y'all? How y'all feeling? Good, man. I'm ready for the big game, man. Um, but me and me and Dan were just talking about um, what be the festivities on the big game day. We're talking about Super Bowl foods. So I said, I said, I was thinking about putting the wings in, but I said, you know what? I'm gonna hold off a bit. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put a brisket. I'm gonna smoke a brisket. Mm. Mm, he's gonna get fancy with it. Yeah, mm, smoke yeah. a brisket. I, and then when I smoke it, after I smoke it, I'm gonna cut it up into cubes, make it all oh. fancy. And then I'm gonna call. Then I'll put a. I think you call it a charcuterie. I don't know. How charcuterie. Charcuterie. Charcuterie like, whatever, board. You're gonna do a charcuterie board. With with the with the chunks of um. Oh. And then with the cheese nah, there. See. Now some I'm olives there. Now I'm annoyed. Yeah, yeah. Don't say ooh. Fancy. Now I'm annoyed because it, it's something. It's something about the people that work where you work or used to work where you work <laughs> will give you all this food stuff and here's what I'm cooking. But have you ever gotten an invite? No. To come to the crib and get some food. You are like Derek Gunn 2.0. Oh. I'm just going to make ribs. I was going to say Derek Gunn. Derek Gunn, right, another right, daily right. sports reporter, loves like you guys will cook, yes. cook really nice food up. You'll post it all over social media. Right, right. And then we just never. My never bad. You know what, It's like bad. D Gunn. Can we? Pretty no. No, bad. we can't get an invite. All right, so. Let me give you a formal invite. You're you're both come formally on, invited. You see this end of the season. He been and, 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 and you know what I'm saying. Significant you see what I'm saying. Force. He's also only inviting us after before the show. Barrett confirmed with me like what my like he knows I have plans, so he knows I can't come. It's just, oh, no. it's just look at nice. look at this. So, we went an entire season ribs, brisket, wings, and this is what you do. I gave y'all the recipes though. I'm, I'm just, give us uh, the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> the recipe's online. It, it, you got to be able to cook the thing. Well, right, and right, we don't right. have the fancy fryers in our house. Like, right. I got a, you know, I got a smoker. smoker yeah, pellet like, smoker. I got an air fryer. That's all I got. So. <laughs> what are you talking about? Let's get some promotion here. Oh, yeah, oh your yeah. shirt. This, this is my company right here. You know, me and the company. It's Brooks Alternative Home Care. We um, staffing agency. Okay. We're in Philly. We're in Jersey, South Jersey. You know, so. If you have needs as far as um, disabled, uh, elderly, okay. sick, you know what I'm saying, we'll supply you with nurses, technicians, you know, techs, whatever you need. Did you get a hoodie? From his, <laughs> no, I didn't oh, even okay. know that. He I'm just, I, you know what I mean? I'm just wow. pointing out Barry Brooks' selfishness <laughs> oh, throughout no. this entire never, season. How did this swing? I down a uh, promotional just, I was just, you know, just it, checking. It, it swung too fast to me. I, I wasn't ready yet. <laughs> I wasn't ready yet. I was ready to go in on Brock Purdy. It just swung so quick, man. Hey, 
Hey, I'm, I'm spicy today. I'm spicy. Hey. I'm spicy with the Sean hate today. Sean started the show and just immediately. Right, right. It was violent. Yeah, immediately. It was firing. Yeah. I was, I was just annoyed. I'm sorry. I'm just annoyed. Let's actually talk about this game. 49ers, Chiefs. Uh, everyone's surprised about the spread to start off with. The 49ers oh, yeah. are favored by two. It's still, it, it went, it was at two and a half. It went down to one. Then it popped up back to two. May go. It seems like it's going to go back to two and a half. Uh, before the game starts, mm-hmm. first, do you mean surprise? Surprise that the 49ers are fav- favored, or just how small it is? I am, I am actually that they're favored. Yes. See, that's a, I don't I don't think that that's that surprising when you look back on their regular seasons. The 49ers were like bullies throughout most of the season, where the the Chiefs were struggling. I feel like their roles kind of reversed in the playoffs. So recency bias, yeah, I get it. But I, I also – because I've heard a lot of people surprised that the Chiefs aren't favored. But, it, I mean, to me it makes sense, honestly. Well, me, it is the recency bias. But it's all the overall record of the coach and how the coaches – you know, they're talking about him being one of the greatest coaches ever, you know. And when you talk about the coaching aspect of it, and not say anything about Shanahan. Shanahan's a, a great coach. But when you talk about Shanahan versus Andy Reid, Mm-hmm. I just think that uh, Andy Reid, Big Red, is, is the best. He was the best coach this year. And then you look at the best player in the NFL. I'm saying you have the best player in the NFL, the best coach in the NFL. To me, that tends to lean towards them being the favorite. Yeah. No I, matter what the record, record is. I'm not surprised because it's been that way. Like, the first time I was surprised with the 49ers is after they lost to the Baltimore Ravens, they were still favored to win the Super Bowl. Yep. Mm. So so Vegas has been on this thing no matter what the yeah. entire year. Yeah. The 49ers are going to go in, they're going to be the favorite team based on their entire body of work. I it's it's a it's a little bit surprising, but at the same time you're right. Best coach, best quarterback. Yeah. The but best the, quarterback is big the, though. But I know, but the Chiefs have somehow been able to beat teams that are just better. Yeah. Yeah. And I I guess you can't say they're better because the Chiefs won. But talent-wise, overall-wise, you look at the Baltimore Ravens, you look at the Buffalo Bills, you look at the San Francisco 49ers, and you go talent for talent, player for player. You go the 49ers, the Chiefs, the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens, the Bills are better overall teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's I better get, so that's why I think these teams are favored because Vegas looks at it and says, this is the better overall team, and they've mm-hmm. been better consistently throughout the entire year. Mm-hmm. So that's why the 49ers are likely favored in this game. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I didn't even look at the records. I'm, I'm trying. I got I said, let me look at their records. You know, what, what's the, what is the 49ers record? They lost four, right? They've lost four games this year, I believe. Four games, right? The Chiefs, I believe, lost six. Right. Right. Yeah, the 49ers Chiefs were, were first six seed in the NFC. The right. Chiefs were third. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs, I think, are they, they're, they're the Chiefs. You know, you, you can never count out Patrick Mahomes. And Andy Reid and, and even Travis Kelsey, like they, they got hot at the right time, but I also think that's credit to their coach. Yeah, you look at the numbers that, that you know, you, Kelsey has just, his numbers in the postseason are just ridiculous. Ridic- his, his numbers are better than receivers' numbers. It's just ridiculous. So yeah. add that with a defense. We're talking about 1A, 1B as far as defensively what both teams have. 1A and 1B. I think that – the 49ers have a little bit of an advantage with their defense, but it's not enough that I would say, look, this is going to determine the outcome of a game. They both have great, great defenses. How much of an advantage is it, and I'll ask you, Barrett, for Patrick Mahomes? I, I saw where he was asked the question about his routine. 
And he said, oh, I'm just going to go with my normal Super Bowl routine. <laughs> right? right. Like he's been right. in the Super Bowl right. so many times that he has a routine no matter what. Right. Uh-huh. How much of an advantage is that? Again, they did it last year. But you, you go with Pat Mahomes and the guys. And the 49ers do have guys who've been to the Super Bowl. But, of course, Brock Purdy has never been there. He's facing right. things he's never mm-hmm. fa- faced. How much of an advantage is that? That, again, players are routine. You can talk about your routine uh, during weeks leading up to this type of game. But how much of an advantage is that for Patrick Mahomes? Well, it's, it's a huge advantage because you've been there, done that. You know, it, it, you got a you know a young kid in, in, in Purdy that's wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, you know, walking around, look at that, oh, look at this, oh, look at this. And then you got Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah, <laughs> you got Patrick Mahomes like, yeah, all right. Um, you know what, I'm not going out tonight, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I've seen there, been there, done that. I got to focus on this game. I'm trying to focus on history. I'm not worried about the, you know, all the lights and cameras and action of what's going on. And plus – Man, you know, you're talking about a city in which will eat you alive, man. I mean, they, they, they have they have they have movies on about how Vegas will eat you alive, bro. So, you know, I mean, a team that's not that experienced, who hasn't had that experience of being in the Super Bowl, they might get eaten up by Vegas, bro. You mean like they're gonna go out and party and yes, prepare? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That, I that's actually a think yeah. there was a 49ers player who was talking to me and he was like oh, i'll just go out like the first few nights and then i'll right. i'll reel it in like and that's oh, it. maybe not yeah where, <laughs> where you don't the chiefs i would i would better not even allowed out and know not to go out the week of the super bowl well they wouldn't go out because they'd been there and done it right before so right. they were like all right we they go never, ahead. they've never, never done it in state. vegas well even in- <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just literally thinking about that it was almost taboo to talk about vegas betting and the nfl in one sentence Mm-hmm. You couldn't do it. Now there's a team there, mm-hmm. and you can bet on the games. I mean, come mm-hmm. on, that's crazy. That's yeah. absolutely nuts that all this stuff is going on now. It's, it's totally different from what I played. Totally different from what I played. Um, yeah, I had a bookie when you played. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. A little undercover action. Right. You had to go to a bookie, you had to call. You know what I'm saying? You had to make. You had to meet him somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So it's altogether different now, you know, with betting and everything. This, this, is, this is huge to me for the Super Bowl. This is huge because – I mean, when I was playing, you could have bought me with a wooden nickel, you know, that I, was, I would have told you you're a liar. It'll never happen. Betting will never be in every state. Betting will never be. There will never be an NFL football team in Vegas. That'll never be. Never, never be. And lo and behold, both of them has happened. Both of them happened. I, I, I want to I uh, ask you all. I have a theory. I have a theory about who's going, going to win this game mm-hmm. based off of since you, we're talking about distractions. And I want to see what y'all think. Um, y'all saw what happened with Patrick Mahomes' father. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, Patrick Mahomes' father, again, something happens with him. Everyone knows. So I'm not, you know, bringing anything new about DUIs, third DUI, and that's an outside distraction. And I brought this up last year. I've never seen a team win who had an outside distraction regardless of how close it was to the team. Right. If you think about <clears throat> last year and I, someone I brought this up and someone laughed at me, but I'm like, eh, it's probably not a thing, but it's a thing. At the same time, the Eagles had a practice player uh, in during the Super Bowl run. Something happened um, of, of, of a little bit of a distraction. Mm-hmm. An old practice player gets kicked off. He's dealing with some legal issues. The year before that, you had. Um, Are you talking about the offensive lineman? The offensive lineman. Right. Yes. Right. The year right. before that, you had Andy Reid family going through some things during the Super Bowl. They right, lose, and they lost that one. They lose to the Tampa yep. Bay Buccaneers. All, mm-hmm. I, I say that to say this. I've never seen a team that had, an, no matter how close it was to the team or not, 
having public off the field distractions go ahead and win the game. Hmm. Like I challenge anyone listening to this or you guys to rack your brains to think about a situation where someone had during the Super Bowl, during a two week break, there was a distraction. Again, it maybe it's far from the team where it's a player's family member, but it becomes public. I've never seen that team win. <laughs> well, I've my- always said to myself, if there's any distraction, anything, someone who used to play there, a, a family member, that that team's going to lose. You might be right. Well, my Super Bowl, we had a distraction, but it was a double distraction. Um, <laughs> Joey Porter got into a fight with Stevenson, the tight end, so he whooped his ass. So it was probably a double distraction, you know, both guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. So it was like, you know, I'm both thinking guys more had. of a legal. Right, right, but right. But then you look at the Chiefs and technically, like, with the Taylor Swift thing, they've, they've had distractions all season long. Yeah, but I'm thinking know? of the legal distraction. I'm not legal thinking about, you know, yeah. a player well, fighting a player. And then the 49ers are out here complaining fa- about their practice. Or, or fame feelings. stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But I'm thinking about the legal like aspect. The legal, I've never yeah. seen any times. It's almost like the NFL is like, you, we're not going to allow the team with the Look legal Look at the Eagles Super Bowl. To win. The Eagles Super Bowl. Uh, what was the cornerback's name? He didn't play in the first half because he uh, – Got curfew, messed up a curfew mm-hmm. with New England. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Malcolm Butler. Butler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That whole distraction right mm-hmm. there. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it. it they needed him too. <laughs> they yeah, needed yeah, him in the yeah. worst way. They yeah. needed him. It's just a random thought. Yeah. I didn't know if you guys can think of something off the top of your head, but I've always said that to myself. Like, yeah. And it probably has nothing to do with the game, but I've just never it, seen it. I've yeah, never it seen could it be before. a coincidence. I would, but like even the Eagles last year, because it was a practice player. Then like they also had Jonathan Gannon, which isn't necessarily a legal distraction, but it's mm-hmm. like well, it, well there, if there's an outside, yeah. yeah, there's an outside factor in play. I I get your theory. Yeah, like I, I, I can't I, think of anything else at the top of my head. Though. Yeah, like I feel like it. It shouldn't mean anything, but at the same yeah. time, I've never seen that team go on to win. Well, I, did I'd Tom say well, yeah. Brady win a Super Bowl after he got divorced? No. Okay. Mm-mm. But that's not that wasn't necessarily because of legal stuff. That was right. just well, he he, he went out and bought a yacht too. Magic anymore? He went out and bought a yacht too. So you know, what I'm saying <laughs> like our owner, you know he. Our owner went and bought a yacht. <laughs> the Eagles owner bought a yacht the day he after did. they lost the game. Uh-huh. Did, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, just an interesting sidebar with that. But, again, a lot of storylines for the NFL right now. Brock Purdy, third youngest QB to start a Super Bowl. Again, how does that work out? You know what I mean? How does that work? How is he going to be poised under pressure? I also believe he's the um, highest picked in a, in a draft quarterback to start a Super Bowl. Like, higher. he was high. He was picked later than uh, any other quarterback. Right, 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 Oh, yeah, right. there's no way. Yeah. You can't be any like, later than that, yeah. Last. Like, if you're yeah. not talking about Kurt Warner being Yeah, somebody... lowest draft pick to ever start in the big game. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's another storyline, see how their heads are going to be. But I'm, I'm I'm interested to see if there's going to be something else, another distraction, another legal something. Because, it, again, what do you know? at Vegas, I've just – What are you What are you trying to I'm say? I'm just throwing it out there. This Vegas. Is Vegas. <laughs> if anything happens, I, we got to look into Sean. What's that? What's that? Somebody's family something. Somebody's family member is going to do something that's going to be public. Yeah. What's that? It's what's just, that bachelor party? That movie? Um, the Hangover. The Hangover. Yeah. The Hangover, man. When anytime we got a movie like The Hangover, bro. Uh huh. And you got to make it back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, movie plot. Let's pitch it yeah, to Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. We got to make it and play in the Super Bowl. All right. <laughs> I can see the Brock Purdy kicking it over Mike Tyson's house. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Let's take that. Is a good movie. We need to take that. Uh, all right. All right. We will come back with some actual analysis of this game. 
what we think is going to go down, what we think the Chiefs need to do to get a dub, what we think the 49ers need to do to get a dub, and what we actually think is going to possibly happen in this one. All right, this is the Sunday spread, Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks. Welcome back to the Sunday spread, Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks. You over there? You okay? I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Drank water at the wrong time. (laughs) Big game. All right, big game, 49ers, Chiefs. Battle of two big dogs. Battle of a team trying to get a dynasty, right? I feel like, what's a dynasty? How many is chips? Three, right? Three. three. You got to say three, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, got, they got two chips now. Three makes you a dynasty. So they got so they got three. They have four appearances, right? Yeah. In the last one. This is like, their fourth appearance, and they've like won two. Two and one, yeah. yeah. In the last five years? I feel I like at it this is. point, it, it feels like they just go every year. Yeah. Like, it's just a routine. <clears throat> That's why, you know... You, you see what Mahomes said, you know, like he's like, uh, yeah, I'll just go with my regular Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. You know, what I mean, and that's that's crazy if you think like that. I mean, even even look at the 49ers, you know, they made it to the Super Bowl, but they've been an NFC Championship game for the last five years. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, you know, we were t- I was I was sitting back and you know, of course everybody knows I'm an Eagles fan, you know, what I'm saying and Steelers, but Eagles, you know, and you look at what Big Red did here. I mean, five. NFC Championship games, but mm-hmm. a lot of people right here still said he didn't win anything. I'm like, come <laughs> on now, I'm people, <laughs> right? See, <laughs> I mean, you I mean five? No, NFC Championship so games? I don't discredit that, and I, because I think last week you mentioned that the four you called the 49ers a dynasty. Like, I just I don't didn't say that. You I did, said you did. I said you said a buddy. <laughs> dynasty. I said they're trying to create a dynasty, right? And which, then I said, which, how which, or how have they even created it? They haven't won a Super Bowl. You got to win one to create. You gotta win. You gotta win one to get to the point of getting to a dynasty. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying (laughs) with Andy Reid here in Philadelphia, he gets he get Big Red gets a lot of love, Mm -hmm. and I'm not like I think Andy Reid seems like a great person, and I'm not discrediting that he he brought a team to the NFC Championship game. I'm just saying he went on and built a literal dynasty in Kansas City, and I don't think that we should just give him all the love that people seem to do here in Philadelphia. So let me ask you all these two questions then. A lot of people have been asking this. Mm. Who needs this more, Andy Reid or Kyle Shanahan? What, Neither. What, <laughs> I, but uh, for for Andy Reid certainly doesn't need their, it. Not, I mean, for their legacy to be yeah. cemented. Right? They're, they're, in they're like, both yeah. fighting for different things. Kyle Shanahan is fighting to be considered an elite, right? Like yeah. a lot, I think a lot of people consider him elite, but a lot of people question it, saying he can't get over and win the big game. So this yeah. would take him to a totally different stratosphere. Meanwhile, Andy Reid is chasing goats. Yeah. Right, so if he loses this, he may lose the Bill Belichick, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't think Andy Reid's going to lose anything. I would say Kyle Shanahan definitely needs it more to cement himself right. in like mm-hmm. the you know I don't want to say goat coach category because I think even if he wins, I don't think he'll be up there with Andy Reid and Belichick in that level of coach. But I think just for respect around the league and his legacy, his personal legacy, Kyle Shanahan needs it more because Andy Reid, like even if they lose. He, he's definitely already broken like win records and playoff appearances and AFC championship games. Like he, he's good. He doesn't need it. Okay. I would say Shanahan simply because he's trying to get the funk of two losing Super Bowls off of him. Yeah. You know, he's been to two Super Bowls and, and it's been it's been pretty bad in both Super Bowls. You know, he couldn't get his offense to score, even though he was just an offensive coordinator with Atlanta. He couldn't get his offense to score anything in the second half. And, you know, and they got beat because of that. 
Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of defense, you still can out, you still can score. And he let that Patriots defense shut him down in the um, second half. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, he he went again on his own as a head coach, and he totally took the game out of his quarterback's hands. Totally just just ripped the game out of his hands. Did not trust anything that this quarterback could do, and uh, they lost the game too. I mean, neither team could really score, but you know that that's he's trying to get that funk off of him. He's trying to say, yes, I've coached. I'm an elite coach. You know, you know, I want my flowers now. You know, I'm in the Super Bowl again. This is my my first, my second Super Bowl that I've been to as a head coach. I went to one when I was a um, coordinator, but I want to submit myself as one of the top coaches in the NFL. I'm going to say Andy Reid, and I'm going to say Andy Reid. Everything that y'all said was right. Kyle Shanahan to me is 44. You got 25 years to cement a legacy. Andy Reid's legacy is already cemented, but again, he's chasing goats, right? So for Andy Reid. Clock is ticking if he's trying to cheat, go say, I'm better than Belichick. I'm better than Bill Walsh. Right. So I feel like he only has a certain amount of time to get there. Mm-hmm. Right? So if he – and it's – again, you assume that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be there damn near every year. But, again, he's only got seven, eight more years to be like, I'm better than those guys. Again, he's already Hall of Famer, top five co- head coach of all time. I, I get that. But he only has a limited amount of time to jump – those goats. And so that's why I think every, because he only has a limited amount of time, every time he goes is so important if he wants to reach that status. Now, if he doesn't care about that status, then mm-hmm. he ain't got to win jack squat. But if he does care about that squat status, he got to go. As far as Kyle Shannon goes, he's been coaching for eight years. He's 44. Right. Like, yeah. people are going to criticize you, question you, and, and, and say you ain't it. But you still got 20-something more years to, to get where you want to go. Well, then you make the same comparison like with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes right now is, is he's chasing Brady the best. Well, that was ever. my next question. You yeah. think Pat or Brock needs it more? Because I think it's similar in the fact that one's, one's trying to, you know what I mean? They're almost the same conversation. One's trying to arrive, and yep. the other one is chasing goats. Yep. Uh, I'm going to stick with the same team and say Brock Purdy needs it more for the 49ers. I mean, even throughout the season, we his nickname is, is Mr. Irrelevant. I think people count him out, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I feel gross even saying it. But <laughs> I, I do think, like, Brock Purdy to really, I don't want to say cement, but solidify himself as a legitimate quarterback. Like, he will always garner the debate of is he actually elite or is he just surrounded by an elite system, team and yeah, a system yeah. quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it's almost similar to, I feel, a lot of the conversations we were having about Jalen Hurts last year right. with the Eagles. Like, is he a really great quarterback or is his team around him just really great? So I think Brock Purdy definitely needs it more because Patrick Mahomes, yeah, he's trying to catch up or not trying, but, you know, we're going to compare him to, to Tom Brady and other great quarterbacks in the NFL's history. But Brock Purdy just needs to to prove that he is here to stay as a starting quarterback in the league. You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Mahomes simply because, also, Brock Purdy needs to get paid, right? Right, right. <laughs> He's doing right, it for right, a bigger right, paycheck. Right, right. He's still splitting rent with a roommate. Right. When you look at what Patrick Mahomes has accomplished over the last six years and you compare it to Brady's numbers over the last six years, they're, they're tip a tat of fat. If you really look at the numbers, besides Super Bowl wins, he's actually better as far as the numbers, you know, um, you know, yards, touchdown, all that stuff. He actually has a little bit of a better 
career than um than even Tom Brady at this point at year six. Mm-hmm. Tom had one more Super Bowl, but this is year six. If he wins the Super Bowl, then they'll have the same record, I mean, the same, same amount of Super Bowl wins, and his numbers are a little better than even than Brady's record. So, to me, you know, he's he's the GOAT, man. I mean, at this point, you know, he's, man, he's, he's outperformed, really, his contract. Remember, he signed that contract for a half a billion. Mm-hmm. He's, out, he's outperformed that half a billion dollar contract. Time to re-up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's like that's the, crazy. We're talking about a he's half like a the fifth dollars. highest court paid quarterback at this point right, uh, per right. year. So it's yeah, I, but yeah, I'm in the. It's funny because there's such similar com- conversations, but I'm going the opposite, and I'm going with Brock Purdy because he got to get paid. Mm-hmm. If he don't perform, and it he goes out like Jimmy G went out, they may be like, oh, we might need to go get another quarterback. Yeah. If he wins Absolutely. the Super Bowl, I mean, this is a this is a two hundred million dollar game for him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's why I'm like, all right, forget about legacies yeah. and and stamping yourself. Mm-hmm. This is third year. This is Brock's year? second year. Second, second year. year. Yeah. yeah. He's rookie last year. Yeah. This is his second year. So yeah. they still got another year that they don't have to pay him. But this yeah. is this is this will cement him as far as being a top yeah. ten. I'm a starter. Top five. Yeah. Like, I'm a legit starter. Right. And you got to pay me regardless of what happens next year. Yeah. I win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Or somebody's going to pay me. So. That's why I think it's more to Brock because Brock can go from I'm going to have a Disney movie about me in right, 20 years. Right. And and $300. I mean, Kurt Warner got one. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I'm going to have a Disney movie about me. Like Brock. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah, exactly. Like Brock. And it's going to be $250 million. But if he loses, he can go out like Jimmy G. Yeah. Like, it's that stark of a difference. Like, Pat is like, all right, if, if they don't consider you the GOAT, they don't consider you number two. Mm-hmm. Brock is like, you can be out the league in five years, or you can be, you know what I mean? I don't a, know. A Disney I don't whatever. Know. So it's two, two uh, drastically different situations as far as what each team needs in this game. That's, you know, just put in perspective, Big Ben was at the same point in his career that, 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 that Brock is in. He, uh, he actually ran off. He, went, he, he won 15 straight games his, uh, his rookie year. Fifteen straight games, mm-hmm. rookie year. Went back there, and we got bounced by the eventual cheating Patriots. <laughs> that next year, he won a Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So he kind of cemented himself as the guy in in uh in Pittsburgh. And you know, from that point on, he was Big Ben. That's when he cemented himself as Big Ben, right then. Before he was just Ben Roethlisberger. Well, Brock could be that dude. I, I he wins the Super Bowl. I could no longer say, oh, he's a system guy. Mm-hmm. Because it has nothing to do with the system. Right. When you're starting in the Super Bowl and you beat a team mm-hmm. with the best quarterback and the best head coach, that means you are that work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I have to – I have to. in our wrap-up show, mm-hmm. I have to bow down to you and say, hey, I had to eat my crow. I put Welcome. some hot sauce on it and everything. I'll eat that crow, bro. Welcome. <laughs> Ooh, they better not win the Super Bowl for the upset. <laughs> There's, there's going to be all type of antics next week if they win. If they win a Super Bowl, I'm gonna let y'all know right that. Oh god! <laughs> Are you gonna come in like a full 49ers uniform? Like I don't know. Ready to go? I don't know. I gotta like see. A, I don't. Know. I, don't I mean, I, don't, I will change the code wear. on that door, <laughs> and we'll be doing this show without. I him. gotta figure yeah. something out because I don't have a jersey or nothing like that. So I gotta. I gotta figure something you out. Don't, you you call answer. yourself a fan and you don't have a jersey? Yeah. Wow. Never been a jersey person. And, and it's never been. And, it, and he's not like he's a fair weather fan. He has been a 49er fan I mean, since I could, I've known him. I could come in here with a Patrick Willis jersey. 
<laughs> I don't have a current. You don't have a current. One. I don't have a current individual. Wow. My rule is you got to be a Hall of Famer for me to buy your jersey. Bro, Patrick Willis, if he played just a couple more years, he would definitely be a Hall of Famer. He should be a first. All right. I almost got mad right here. <laughs> I almost went on a rant oh that I'm going to go on a rant later on tonight if, if they don't put him in the, in, the, in the Hall of Fame. Right. right. He's, all, he's first team all decade. All right. First team all decade. He's He has five all pros, seven Pro Bowls, and he's not in the Hall of Fame right now. What are we doing here? He was the best linebacker for a decade and only played eight years. How is he not there? Well, I mean, that's just that's, – that's, that's linebacker that's, hate. That's Sterling Sharp. Sterling Sharp played six years, and he was the best receiver. Even with Jerry Rice playing during the same time, the numbers are, are so damn close. Why isn't he a Hall of Famer? Because he only played six years. But then I look at Terrell Davis. He played exactly. six years, and he's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, this is a hot take. I don't feel like Terrell should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, I don't Why know. Why are we talking about the Hall of Fame right now? I mean, because we're talking about linebackers. He's talking about the 49ers, what I'm going to wear. Patrick Willis came up, and then we went into the Hall I'm of Fame. I'm changing the code if they win. Hall, yeah, no, I went into a Hall of Fame rant because <laughs> Patrick Willis is up uh, once again as a finalist for the Hall of Fame. And they've been be welcome to the Sunday the last spread brought years. to you by Devin Caney and Barrett Brooks. Sean, is, SB is outside the door right now trying to get in. We're not letting him in because they won the <laughs> Super Bowl. I changed the code. We'll just do the show without him. He was We're trying just to still call in everything. We're still getting the 49ers for a few <laughs> hours. I refuse to let him in the door. <laughs> wait, wait. Can I ask you, as a 49ers oh. fan, oh. Oh. how do you defend them complaining already about their practice field? Like, come on. Like, they're really leaning into the 49ers whole narrative no, that's, here. No, but that's legitimate. The Eagles and Chiefs played on a field that was – crappy for the Super Bowl last year like for the game so because and you and had a right complain. and you had a right to you did complain you, I, fans I heard complained it. fans no the players also complained but you'll have a right to complain that one team gets an NFL facility and I get a college facility and the fields are terrible like that's something that you should complain about you're just mad that they're complaining in general because you're a 49 like they, hater. I feel like they complain a lot. But that is like, wouldn't you complain, Barrett? Like, yo, I can't even, I could tear an ACL on this terrible field and this terrible college practice field that y'all got me practicing on all week long. Well, that's a problem. I thought they chose to practice out there. Well, yeah, but. To limit distractions. They chose to practice out there under so, the. But then you can't complain about the Chiefs getting an NFL right. facility if the 49ers chose yeah, to practice. Yeah, but their facilities. They were told that their facilities would be up to, up to par. Like when you chase, okay, we'll play over there. All right, we're gonna put in a whole field for you. Just like we're gonna make sure we refilled everything at their practice facility. Also, that's crazy. But ours, but ours is trash, and you're and they and you did their field correctly. All right. Well, we we kind of did the same thing when I won my Super Bowl. We practiced in Pontiac, mm -hmm. and they practiced at Ford Field. You know, Seattle practiced at Ford Field, but we wanted to be. I mean, they they made their point to put. Put us out there at Pontiac. Where they're at. Just, yeah, yeah the, because we want to be away from all the distractions. Do the field properly. Yeah. Like if a, now if a, now if Debo's, I know y'all hate Debo. If Chris McCaffrey uh, tears his ACL because the field is bad, mm -hmm. right? Then then what NFL? Then what problem do you have on your hands? Do you do you still think he's the MVP? Chris McCaffrey? Yeah. No, Lamar Jackson's gonna win. Okay. I, I know that's gonna happen, but I think Chris McCaffrey has a good argument for it. Absolutely. And based on if you if you included playoffs, he probably would be an MVP. But of course, it's a regular season award. All right, when we come back, we'll actually break down the game.
Instead of talking about me being mad about the Hall of Fame game, the Hall, the Hall of Fame uh, intro, introductions coming up this weekend. I right? listen the Sunday spread: Devin Caney, Barry Brooks, Sean Bell. I promise you, we're gonna break down these games and break down some of the bets that you can make in this game coming up. Welcome back to the Sunday spread. It's the big game, and we're talking about the big game. Obviously, Barry Brooks, Devin Caney, Sean Bell, presented by BetMGM. Before we get into some of these bets, again, 49ers favored by two in this game. Barrett, I'll start with you. Break down the game a little bit. How do you expect this thing to go? Yeah, well, this I don't expect this game to be a high-flying game. You know, a lot of points scored because we got two of the best defenses in the league, you know. Um, this was a defensive team in Kansas City this year. The defense really held this team up. And because of that, I think, you know, that's where the game will be won in the defensive side of the ball. And it's all about stopping the run. Neither team stops the run mm -hmm. well. Neither one. And we got two really good running backs that can really take control of the game. So, I mean, you know, if you're going to go out for props, I think prop betting will be definitely great when you go out, you know, the, the running backs, you know, uh, Isaiah Pacheco. Then you got, you know, CMC. Mm-hmm. That's where the game is going to be won in the trenches with those running backs running on these defenses. Because if you if, if you can get a running game going, it'd be a lot smoother for your offense. Number one, because now you can take control of the clock, and it's going to be all about clock management. You know, which coach is going to be able to dictate tempo enough to have the clock be in their favor? Because you don't want the other team's offense on the field. If you can stop on the defensive side of the ball, that's where the game is going to be won at. Mm. What are you looking at in this, Beth? I mean, I keep going back and forth on which team I I like to win and cover the spread here. Um, when I first saw these matchups, and like we mentioned at the start of the show, I wasn't shocked that the 49ers were favored because while the Chiefs have been winning and been impressive, as they always are in the postseason, the 49ers were bullying teams throughout the regular yeah. season. Um, I think it comes down to Brock Purdy. I do think he got lucky, especially, uh, well, actually in both the Lions game and when they faced the Packers. I mean, he had got on his side on that one play where it, like, bounced off someone's helmet and mm -hmm. somehow turned into a, a complete pass. Um, so he's got to be on his on his stuff come Sunday. Brock Purdy cannot make mistakes against his Kansas City Chiefs uh, defense that is – I mean, both these defenses are great, but especially in terms of blitzing the quarterback, I do think the 49ers have the advantage there. Um, the Chiefs will blitz a lot. Chris Jones, obviously extremely formidable. Brock Purdy is the best quarterback in the league against the blitz. It almost seems like this 49ers team has an answer for every weapon or, or factor that the Chiefs can throw at them, right? So you have Chris Jones and, and the D-line getting after Brock Purdy. Well, Brock Purdy is good against the blitz. You have, you know, a pretty good pass game. Well, it, that doesn't seem to bother them because they have Brandon Ayuk, they have Debo Samuel, they have Christian McCaffrey who can run it. Like they do have answers for everything that the Chiefs can throw at them. At the end of the day, though, it's Patrick Mahomes and it's Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. And I know that this is not analytics or statistically driven. They just find ways to win. And I learned my lesson in the ASC championship game yeah. when I was so bullish on the Ravens winning and not <laughs> right. just and like winning by at least seven points. I thought the Ravens were going to win by a lot. Uh, and I was wrong. So because of that, I, I am scared to bet against the Chiefs. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a good one to watch. Um, I don't know if it'll be necessarily super high scoring, though. Like, I think it's going to come down to the wire, maybe like a 21-17 final score here. 
And I can't, I'll decide by the end of the show which team I think is going to be on the winning side of that one, though. Um, you guys know who I have. Hmm. San Francisco 49ers to win this game. Couple um, As a fan or as a analyst? Both. Okay. Both. This actually lines so both up. Both the head and the heart are aligned yes, on Yes, our, our okay. line in this. And, and originally, the head said the Kansas City Chiefs. And so I saw some things and read some things that made me sort of change what my head was going to think in this game. One okay. of those things would be, Brock Purdy against the Blitz. He's yeah. first when it comes to completion percentage against the Blitz mm-hmm. in the entire league. So when you blitz him, he knows how to recognize where it's coming from and get the ball out quickly to the people he needs to get it to. So I think that's going to be important in this game against East Magnolia and all the things they do. Mm-hmm. The other thing I got from Mina Kimes, shout out to Mina Kimes who does a fantastic job. Love her. The 49ers are number one in the league and when running the ball per carry with their zone running game. Okay. When they have a zone running play, they're number one in lead yards per game. Kansas City Chiefs defense is 31st, right? And you know what Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, and that lineage does, that zone running. We talked about Terrell Davis earlier. That's what they do. That's how they get a lot of their big plays from the running game with that zone scheme. And the Kansas City Chiefs are second to last in the league when it comes to dealing with that zone scheme. So if the 49ers come out and continue to run that same scheme that they do, I expect Christian McCaffrey to have some big runs in this game and sort of enable them to dominate the time of possession while getting big plays um, when running their offense. So you set up that zone scheming with the play action that's going to allow Brock Purdy to work in a set in a comfort situation and allow Brock Purdy to have second and five, third and two. And I think they'll be able to be in that type of situation throughout this entire game and score more points against the Kansas City Chiefs that we've been used to seeing the Kansas City Chiefs give up this entire postseason run. Well, you can say that the opposite way also. Throwing the ball against this 49er defense is something that you don't want to do because they have guys up front that can they can light you up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So They're first in the league in interceptions on wide receivers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when you put those six together, what do you do? You run the ball. They've, they've set a game plan on how to beat the 49ers. And that's running the ball right at them. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about it, you know, or, or, or getting the ball to the outside. They've been exposed by Dallas. They've been exposed by the Ravens. They've been exposed by the, um, the Lions. They were exposed by Green Bay on running the ball effectively. You know, and, and they're going to take that same game plan. Then you have Isaiah Pacheca. He runs angry. Mm-hmm. Angry, and that's all they need to get him going. And you keep Brock Purdy off the field, and then you have the best quarterback in, in, in the NFL. It's gonna be tight. I mean, I love the linebackers that these guys have. Love the linebackers. You know, this is this is this is a game in which you know I do see the guys like um, Fred Warner having a great game, but I think he's gonna be so tied up on trying to stop Travis Kelsey. That the run is going to take second, you know, second fiddle to it. So it's going to be hard for them to stop it. But see, I don't know if they can stop it. But see, the difference is, is I think the 49ers, them giving up explosive runs has been a more of a late thing that I think they can correct, as opposed to the Kansas City Chiefs have been bad against zone running, the zone running scheme the entire season. Right. right? The 49ers, right. The, most of the season have been great against the run. Right. If, if I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they were a top five team. In the regular season, oh, and when, let me it, take, when I, it came I, to stopping the run. Yeah, let me take Dallas out of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm right? Like, Dallas yeah. wasn't run, running the rock no, against no, them. No, so, right. they uh, 
He says opponents have been averaging 159 rush yards per game versus the Niners in the playoffs. Yes. So in the, in the playoffs, playoffs, they've been yeah. dominant. But I do think they can fix that because that's not who they were the right. entirety of the regular season right. with the exception of one or two games. Well, the reason so teams are running I, I think on they them. they can fix it. Right. The reason teams are running on them because you can't pass on them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's you can't pass on them because Chase, Bosa, controlling things up front. But then that's secondary, man. I'll I tell you what, man. I didn't know how good Trejavious Ward was until this year. This is his best year of his career. Uh, he's blanking receivers. You know what I'm saying? Just blanking them. And if he can get on Rice and stop Rice, it'll be a long day for Kansas City. A yeah. long, long day. Because, again, he if he's on Rice and then you put – and you let Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw blanket Travis Kelsey, then Patrick Mahomes is really going to have to make magic. Isaiah – it's – it's so important for Isaiah Pacheco to have over 90 yards in this no game. No question. In order for the Kansas City Chiefs. No If they question. hold Isaiah Pacheco, in my opinion, to lower than that, they're going to have a difficult time lose, uh, winning, which is crazy because they got Patrick Mahomes throwing the rock. Right. But, again, <laughs> Patrick ain't got, you know, the big play wide receivers that he needs if it, to me in order to get to – to score on that San Francisco defense consistently. Kansas City is one receiver, really, who who the Niners and opponents have had to worry about all season, and it's Rasheed Rice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, one player who hasn't really been in this position before, especially with his team, the Chiefs. Uh, but, like, Travis Kelsey, you talk about getting hot at the right time. He has played so well throughout the postseason. He's, he's had over 70 yards in each playoff game. He was 11 for 11 in receptions last week. Come on now. 116 yards. A touchdown. Like, I just feel like he's even, no matter how good the the defense is that you're go, he's going up against, it doesn't matter when he's locked in like he was last week and likely will be for the Super Bowl. So I do feel like Travis Kelsey, and especially if his girl Taylor is there cheering him on, I know the stats are better or whatever when she's in the building. Uh, he's just someone you can never count out. Right. right. And Niners defense, fourth against tight ends. Uh, they held the position to 86.3 rating, but they have given up some big yards to tight ends throughout the season. Yeah, again, it's going to be a lot of blanking in Travis Kelsey. It's Travis and Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> right? Like, it's, it's it's simple. Well, yeah. It's I not mean, simple because that's hard to – everyone's trying to figure that out, but it's those two individuals. Yeah. I really thought that the, the Ravens would be able to do it. But, I mean, some of the catches he had in that Ravens game were ridiculous. Right, and the Ra- you know? Ravens defense was the, probably exactly. the best defense that Mahomes and that Chiefs no offense question. had faced all season long. No question. And, he he did it against him, so yeah. can't count him out. He, he did. So let's look at some of these just upfront numbers before we break down some of the uh, particular props. 47 and a half. I hear a lot of unders from you guys. That's basically a 27 to 20 game. Would you go over or would you go under? I'm going to go under. I'm going under. Um, I mean, the last time they played in the Super Bowl, was it? 31-20? Yep, 31-20. And I think that the defenses are a lot better in this game than – in 2020 mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go under i'm gonna go under as well um you have two really good defenses going against each other um offenses that i, I just don't i think they're gonna there's gonna be a lot of running in this one um because it's probably the biggest weakness for both of the defenses mm-hmm. um yeah i don't think it's gonna be a super high scoring affair mm-hmm. i don't see a shootout happening yeah. Both of y'all are against what the percentages are right now. The hmm. the over is sixty five percent. Really? That's where the betters are leaning with the over. But I feel like that's I I'm curious what the trend. You definitely don't know this off the top of your head, but like the trend in people taking the overs, I feel whenever it's two good teams, regardless of how good the the defenses are, 
I feel like a lot of fans and betters just assume like I'm going to take the over because it's going to be a shootout. And that's not necessarily the case, right? Like these aren't two yeah. teams that often had shootouts throughout this season. It was like the 49ers would score a lot, but that's because they were up by like three touchdowns on teams throughout the regular season. I feel like most of the Chiefs games have actually been pretty close ones. Yeah, yeah, but for, I'm I, I'm going the over too. In my mindset, hmm. it is Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid had two weeks to prepare. Right, so you get two offensive geniuses two weeks to prepare. I expect there for there to be more offense than not. Right, like I expect for there to be wrinkles and some tricks that that the defense just wasn't expecting that they brought out just for this game in order to score touchdowns. And so and so that's what I expect, especially like last year, you had particular plays that Andy Reid brought out. He scored a mm-hmm. touchdown on his on a on a similar play twice last year mm-hmm. that we haven't seen all year long. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, that's just game planning scheming there's almost nothing you could do about that that's just Andy Reid being brilliant and getting 14 points <laughs> because he's smarter than everybody else and mm-hmm. I think that can happen in this game to push it over a 27-20 not much but over a 27-20 all right when we come back we'll break down some of the uh touchdown props you got a touchdown parlay for us a little, I can pull little, one together really a little, a little parlay <laughs> you've been hitting them all uh, a lot of the year you hit yeah. a bunch of them so we need yeah. some more of that yeah. so we'll break down some of those individual props coming up on the Sunday spread. All right, once again, welcome back to Sunday spread. Barrett Brooks, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Let's get to some of these player props. All right, let's finally get to it. Touchdowns. Dev, I got to start mm-hmm. with you. You've been the you've been an anytime TD parlay <laughs> queen. Yes. Let uh, me know. Like, what, what are some of the people you're looking at as far as parlays? Of course, Christian McCaffrey's minus – 225. So, well, yeah, there are two players that if you want to get really risky with it, you can go for the to score two touchdowns. Like, if you really want that value, of course, it's Chris McCaffrey, Mm -hmm. which at this point, I I don't even know how valuable that really could be (laughs) because I feel like he does that all the time. And Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey uh, has scored multiple touchdowns in several games throughout this season. So, off the top of my head, and if you want to combine these, you can, but also if you just want to take it, choose and pick which ones you want to take that's fine too I think it's going to be a run heavy game and I also think it's going to be a lot of action for both tight ends so I like Isaiah Pacheco to get at least one touchdown Christian McCaffrey like I just mentioned Travis Kelsey like I just mentioned George Kittle I know George Kittle had a really quiet NFC championship game but I think he is is because of that I think he's going to want to come out there and and improve himself in this big game um, so I like him getting a touchdown. I also like taking his over on receiving props in this one. I think he wants to prove like, hey, I know Travis Kelsey gets all the credit here, but I'm also one of the best tight ends in the game right now. So give me th- some respect in this big game. It's weird because George Kittle is one of those guys who's like, no, nah, I don't need to catch the rock. Mm-hmm. I'll just block and pancake yeah, and I, pancake I, uh, Aiden uh-huh. Hutchinson, a defensive lineman, and I'll be happy and happy-go-lucky. It's one of those things where you're like, Give me a first I, down here was, and there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, If he was more selfish, it'd be like right. his numbers would be ridiculous. Right. But because he's just like, whatever, I'll block. It's hard. And sometimes he has those games where he's just like, nah, he's just blocking today. Mm-hmm. Which is frustrating to bet on him sometimes because I'm like, I mean, of course he's going to get plus 50. And then, yeah. You know what I mean? All he wants to do is just give you one first down, <laughs> one first down pose. The rest of the time, he just wants to be Debo on defensive ends. He just mm-hmm. wants to be flat back at defensive ends. That's crazy, you know. The Iowa tight ends, bro. Iowa tight ends. So what? What? <laughs> any ones that you like? I like I, I, anytime touchdown for Debo Samuel's. Um, he, I just, I just think he's that spark plug for this team, man. 
he gets them going. And when he has a great game, the offense is rolling. And then, of course, CMC, he, Chris McCaffrey, he's going to get at least two. You know, that's just how he does, you know, goes about his business. But then, like you said, Travis Kelsey, he, he'll be the same way. Travis Kelsey is one of those guys who he does everything, everything. I mean, they have, you know, plays for him, you know, because he's so, he's so good at figuring out where he's supposed to be as opposed to where the play is sending him. Mm-hmm. And they just have a connection. You know, he, both he and Mahomes have a connection. So he's going to get the ball to Kelsey regardless. And um, for some reason, I keep thinking, you know, Kyle Juszczyk. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he is well, a risky one. I don't even know if he's on the board. Well, man, he's not on the board for a touchdown, man. But I'm just saying, he's, he's, I, I, if, if, if there was a guy on the outskirts, mm-hmm. I, I would go with it. I, just like his receiving yards. His receiving yards are like four and a half. I'd put money on that because he's going to find his way into being a pivotal guy in this game. I see. He, he usually comes up in some clutch situations. Yeah. I, hey, I feel like a punk by just being like, oh, do I just do CMC and Isaiah Pacheco? <laughs> I know. I know. Like, so that's, that's like when you easy. ask me for a touchdown parlay, obviously the easiest one if I like and probably the the best odds but also lowest value is going to be the two running backs because you know that they're both going to get so much action right. in this game given the way given the way that they play and their talent but also the opposing defenses but that's also boring you know you yeah, want to yeah. spice it up you need some risk in there uh i like debo a lot and we'll talk about this later but he's my dark horse mvp candidate really 49 is their best when debo's going crazy no mm-hmm. question because he's the i just said i mean you're yeah, right he's the least game planable individual Yep. Mm-hmm. Because of how he's able to break tackles, do things in open. He can do not even open field, but just in tight quarters. Shake somebody off, break a tackle, stiff arm somebody and go. And he'll play running back, wide receiver. Like He's that guy that when he's on, he, he looks like the best player on the field. I know Eagles fans don't want to hear that. But I he hate looks him. Like no, best. he does. You, I hate you him. You saw him in Philly. Like <laughs> He looks like the best player on the field, even over Christian McCaffrey. When he's getting a rock and he's on. Well, and we've seen what the 49ers look like when he's not on the field. Like, they're so much more productive offensively when Debo Samuel's on the field. But also, I feel like Brandon Ayuk doesn't get the respect he deserves almost because of Debo Samuel. Like, Brandon Ayuk is hands down the most consistent receiver that the Niners have and Brock Purdy has to get the ball to. And I feel like because Debo is so um, dominant when he's out there, mm-hmm. like we, and he can do, like he's more versatile. You know, he can be a, a running back type receiver as well. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, like, throw some respect on his name, throw some respect on his props because I, I think he could have a big game as well. Yeah, he, you need him. He, he's a, uh, he's actually the guy to stretch the field. I mean, if it wasn't for him against Detroit, if he didn't make that catch in Detroit, where it bounced off the guy and, and hit him in the head and all. Mm-hmm. If he hadn't made that, I, I doubt seriously that we'd be talking about the 49ers in the um in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that kind of turned things around. That catch right there turned mm-hmm. things around. Yeah. But by um, the way, Kyle, you check ten to one, ten to one, score a touchdown. I like those I can't, odds. I can't do it, dog. I can, bro. Is he I the can. only fullback in the league? Let, let me write. Is he the only person that's technically a fullback? <laughs> that's why he makes a Pro Bowl every year because they, they <laughs> don't nobody got fullbacks no anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy from the Raiders, Ravens, you know. Yeah, both of those guys. Yeah. yeah. Let me write this down. Uh, from Ravens. Uh, McCart is his name. He's a fullback. He looks. He looks just like his. Uh, um, I forgot his name. He looks like he's a uh, Patrick Lucard. Yeah, Patrick Lucard. I said McCart. Looks like a defensive lineman. That's what it looks like. Yeah. So let's go uh, passing yards. Patrick Mahomes, 261 and a half. Let's go over, under. 
Um, Barrett, you go first. I'm, I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I, need to, I, need I, 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 I am gonna go with the over with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going because I, I can see. Um, I can see Rashi Rice having a huge game for like he's taking for like a buck twenty. Yeah, hmm. Like a buck twenty. Really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave Traverius Ward a whole lot of love. Yeah. <laughs> and then now you're saying Rasheed Rice is gonna get over 120. Because he, they, he gets that. a little too handsy. And that's that's a problem. He gets too handsy. So I'm I'm writing down Rashi Rice, <laughs> Buck twenty. Okay. I, we're gonna talk about this, mm-hmm. you know. And then I'm also gonna see Travis Kelsey. For about ninety. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, again, again, we'll get to the tight Wait, end. What was the number? Two sixty-one and a half. I, don't know I have under. Just because that's two sixty-one and a half. I have yeah. under because that's the way they've been playing. It's, mm-hmm. it's let's run the rock. Let's run the rock. They haven't had the explosive offensive plays. Pat Mahomes hasn't had too many games. Period. Over the last ten games of him going for over two sixty-one and a half. Forty mm-hmm. Niners again have been great against the pass. Suspect against the run. So I think they lean into that big time. So I think he goes under the 261.5 mark. He had 262, by the way, against the Miami Dolphins. He had, trying to make sure I get it correct, he had 262 against the Miami Dolphins. What do you have last week against the Ravens? He had 215 against the Bills. And then he had, again, that was a 7-10 game. He had 241 against the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Wild card 262. His regular season average 261.4. I'm going to go under. Okay. 49ers defense holding quarterbacks to the fourth lowest rating all season. Sub 80. Mm-hmm. Mahomes threw his career high interceptions this season. And two guys you guys don't, you know, really, really care about, but Noah Gray and Justin Watson. Noah Gray came through for me like. It was a random game in the regular season. I chose a, a <laughs> right. Noah Gray prop. Yep. I don't know why. And he, he came through. It was like over 10 yards. <laughs> and the reason I say the reason I say that because he uh, those two are not going to be looked at the defense as, as somebody that can beat them. So, man, they're going to be times where they're going to be running wide open. We know we know how good Patrick Mahomes is. They're going to be wide open because everybody's going to be focusing on Kelsey mm-hmm. and Rice, and those guys tend to have big games when it happens. Well, and that's why I, for your Rice prop, I kind of just like push back on that. I think he very well could have a big game, but I also think because the Chiefs just don't have that many options, like reliable options right. to get the ball to in the pass game. You have Kelsey, you have Rice, and, and like, then, that's it. <laughs> but then you got, I mean, the last Super Bowl they had in 2020, they scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. In the fourth quarter. He just turns it on, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's – that's one thing it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I know. But that's well, hard. and then it's on the Chiefs offense, you have guys like Marquez Valdez, Scantlene, uh, uh, <laughs> like like random guys who you'll just be like, oh, like, he plays on that? I forgot. And right. then they'll like, go off randomly. So mm-hmm. you're right. Anything can happen. How about Kadarius Tony? Did he just talk his way out of the <laughs> league, period? No. Well, you I heard he said that wasn't what he said. He said it was edited. Now, I don't know if I believe that, but he said the video was edited together. He was talking, I don't know. He was he said he was talking about somebody somebody else, another team, and they edited it together to make it look like that's what he said, and he was talking about the Kansas City Chiefs when he wasn't. So that's his defense right now. AI edit. I don't know. Um <laughs> Brock Purdy, two forty eight and a half. What do you think? Over or under. Fair. I'm gonna go with the over with that also. All right. 
You said it's a defensive game, but you this is sounding like a shootout to me. No, I, I mean, no, no. These teams, it be it, it'll be a lot of of of, of almost I should have scored, mm-hmm. but you don't score. You know what I'm saying? Okay. A lot of field goals. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna move the ball in between the twenties. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a lot of full field goals. A lot of almost I should have scored. Defense takes over. You know, in in in, in the red zone. I mean, it's going to be that type of game. They're still going to be able to throw, run the ball a lot, but it's just going to be one of those games where it's not going to be a lot of scoring. Trust me. Okay. I like over 248.5 for Purdy just because that's pretty low when you look back at the – even though he hasn't played his best games throughout the postseason, uh, he's thrown for over that. Uh, in the, his most recent game, he had 267, uh, 252 in his first playoff game. So, yeah, I'll take over 248.5. And plus, it's not going to be raining. It's in, yeah. It's, it's a dome, <laughs> like. I'm gonna go under. Under. Yeah, I, think I feel like you wait to hear what Barrett and I say, and you. Just <laughs> <be honest. laughs> I'm contrarian. It's just it's just based on how what I think Christian McCaffrey and Debo is going to do on the ground. So yeah. I think I think Brock Purdy is going to have a good efficient game where he has like 235, 20, 21 for twenty seven, type yeah. of day. But again, I think Christian McCaffrey is going to get off, and we're going to get to that now. Running backs, Christian McCarthy, 90 and a half. I'm going over. Over. Right? The zone, over. With, with the zone running scheme and what, and what they like to do, mm-hmm. I think he's going to get the rock a lot. He always gets the rock a lot anyway, but he's going to get the rock a lot. They're not good against the zone running scheme, so I think he's going to have a, a, a big day to go. Whether they win or lose, I think he's going to get over 100. And plus, they don't have to save him for anything. You know, this is it. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. What about receiving yards for McCaffrey? Over 34 and a half, would you take it? No. No? No. Why? I think it's going to be close, but okay. I would I would go no. Okay. I think it's more of his damage is going to be done on the ground. He'll be an option in the passing game. But, again, I think Debo is going to get some of the things Christian would usually get in the passing game and take him the distance. Fair. Now, what, you know, looking at Brock Purdy, 12 and a half, and the last game we just saw him and the way he ran against – uh, Detroit, you know, 12 and a half yards. That might be a good bet, too. You know, the way he just took over, he's like, all right, you guys are going to try to blanket my receivers. I actually like that. I, like, I think Brock's going to get over 12 and a half. Also. Yeah. I, I think because it's in his mind. Right. It's in his mind because you could tell in the second half, Kyle Shanahan said, you better take off. Yep. <laughs> you got to. Like, if you get in pressure, you get to your first two looks, go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be the case in this game because Kansas City is going to play a lot of man is going to deal with a lot of man stuff. You're yep. not going to expect Brock Purdy to, to to get in and do anything. So I think he gets, you know, two or three carries that that go for 10, 15 yards because he's focused on doing so. Yep. 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 I could see it. I could also see Mahomes hitting over 26 and a half rush yards. Absolutely. Uh, I saw when I was looking up this the stats for this game, um he's Mahomes is like the number 1 in the league for scrambles in getting getting first downs off off scrambles. So that can rack up your rush yards pretty easily. So especially against a uh, 49ers front like they have, I could see him scrambling a bunch. He gets hell-bent on, on, on converting too, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's, he, he, he's mm-hmm. look, I got to stay out on the field. I got to make sure we convert this third down. It's, it's nothing for him to run and get the first down. And I, I just don't like I, – I don't, I don't like the fact that, you know, he's one of those guys that – he does everything right, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at you don't like that. I, he just does everything right, man. He, and, and, and when he gets over to the, Sorry. when he's almost to the sideline, he, like, puts the ball right over 
turns around. I mean, like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? That's pure hate. It you is, bro. Know, that's just pure hate. I'd rather you be talking smack to me that's than, just pure than hate. to handle himself the way he handles himself. That's bro. just pure hate. That's just pure hate. Um, <laughs> tight ends. Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Noah Gray. 69 and a half, 49 and a half, 12 and a half. Mm-hmm. What do you like in this game? I, I, I think, Devin, you already said you like George Kittle to have a pretty good day. You think he's going to go over 49 and a half? I do, especially given that number. Um, I know he had a quiet week in the NFC Championship game, but I, he regularly receives over that number um, in games. So I think he does. Wait, what did you say Travis Kelsey's number was? 69 and a half. So now it's on, it's moving, it's going up 71 and a half. Okay. I would still take over. He's had over 70 in every uh, postseason. How about catches? Six and a half. Oh, he's going to blow that away. Absolutely. He's 11 <laughs> for 11 last week. Or ASC champion. He'll blow that away. He'll blow that away. And See, I, I, I'm, and I know I shouldn't be, but I'm always nervous because to pick Travis in this game because he he's going to get bracketed the yeah. entire time. But the crazy thing is the Baltimore Ravens have as good of a inside as you have with Patrick Queen, Rolando McClain, Kyle Hamilton, mm-hmm. and he still went crazy. Crazy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right? With, Tra- so with Travis Kelsey, like it doesn't matter I, who who's covering him. Like he and Mahomes just have a connection. He's so good that he finds a way to catch balls, even if he's not open at all. Does it frustrate you? I'm, since you had some hate, I'm gonna have some hate. Mm-hmm. Like Travis Kelsey doesn't look fast. Nope, doesn't look explosive, <laughs> no. and that he's this dominant. And like does. this is the most annoying thing in a world. But I when think I'm that in a competition with a player, I think he's so. Big, like he's a it's big just, person, but he's not like a ripped up, up guy. No, he's, he's just like, like regular, gigantic. You saw? Did guy. you see Patrick Holmes with his shirt off after the AFC <laughs> Championship <laughs> yeah, game? Yeah. To get beat by a guy that looks like that would piss <laughs> me the f off. <laughs> Look at Brock Purdy. Are you kidding me? Bro, yeah, he got yeah, but Brock Purdy, yes, but Patrick Holmes had a gut. What are we doing here? How do you okay. have a beer gut and so, you're beating me all over? I would be. Pissed. I say if this I lose so, to the guy that looks like that. I say like this that. so respectfully. Patrick Mahomes, like if you really watch his mannerisms when he plays, there's a funny video. I'll, I'll show it to you guys in the break. Uh, but if you're listening, just like go find it. Of it's like a making fun of Patrick Mahomes essentially. Like he right, really we'll, does like run on his tiptoes. Sorry, we'll, no, goofy, we'll, man. So we got he, like, we roast on the side. Right, his helmet we, always fits weird. Like we got a rap, but we'll get we'll get more <laughs> to some Patrick Mahomes hate a little bit because again, the guy who looks like that to beat me just infuriates me. All right, this is the Sunday spread. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Sunday spread. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Big game edition. All right, prop it or drop it. All right, Kev, Lapka's going to come in, give us some great props. Kev, it's Super Bowl time. It's big money time. What you got for us? Big money time. Let's do it. I know you guys are going to be betting a lot on this game. So we're looking for some ways to make some big time money on the big game. Let's start with Super Bowl MVP. Let's go outside of the two quarterbacks, outside of Patrick Mahomes, outside of Brock Purdy. Let's find some value here at Super Bowl MVP. In my opinion, I think the only way that the 49ers win is if CMC goes off. And I don't think there's any scenario, honestly, Sean, that Brock Purdy wins Super Bowl MVP. So CMC is plus 450 <laughs> hey, Super Bowl MVP. So plus 450 is like the best value on the board for anything related to Christian McCaffrey for him to win Super Bowl MVP. Are you guys going to prop or drop that CMC Super Bowl MVP plus 450? It'd be a travesty 
if I said drop it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have to say, you, you know, you got to prop that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to prop that. I mean, he's he, he should be MVP of the league, of the NFL, not just the big game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go prop that. I'm going to prop it as well. I agree with Barrett. Um, and then you look at the Chiefs defense. They're they're great, but they're 28th in rush defense against running backs. So CMC's time to go off to earn that MVP, and if it, even if it's not regular season MVP. You can get it for one game. Right. Yeah, it, it feels like a safe bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's a 49ers win, Christian McCaffrey. If, if it's there was going to be because of him. Yeah, if there was an NFC championship game MVP, it probably would have been Christian McCaffrey. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Christian's going to have a big game. Or I'll sneak this in for you, though, Kev. Debo Samuel's 25 to 1. Remember, I said it. Okay. 25 to 1. 25 to 1 to win the MVP. Dang. Debo Samuels. That's a, that's a bet that I'm putting in. Okay. No question. What you got? What Wait, else? Wait, so, got? Sean, am I right that it seems like there's almost no way Brock Purdy wins? MVP? I wouldn't say no way, but it seems unlikely that if the Niners were to win, Brock Purdy's MVP. It, it seems like that's the case, right? Yes, and he's always the in spite of guy. In spite of. It, but even when he deserves the MVP, I don't think people want to give him the MVP. Like, no. He's, even when he plays at a high level, I don't think people want to give it to him. So I think there's some bias there, right? Like if Christian it's not bias if, is hate. If Christian, yeah, <laughs> if Christian and Brock have sort of an equally valuable game, uh-huh. everyone's going to say it's just because of Christian. Yep. They're not going to be like, well, Brock also no, it's yeah. just Christian. Yeah. It was Christian, and like Christian could do nothing, and them still be like, that's because you play action off of Christian. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Right. So it's going to be Brock has to overwhelmingly play better than the rest of his rest rest of his teammates, which is usually which isn't he the case hasn't for the done quarterback. really. Ever, so you trying to get me going? I'm not gonna fall for the bait. Devin's trying to get me going. And see, I was like, uh, she, my, he my looked over here like he looked over here like my temperature just <laughs> rose when you said that. My temperature just okay, Cam Newton, Newton over here. Jeez, Louise. Uh, whatever. Keep going, Kev. All right. So you mentioned Debo Samuel's twenty-five to one to win Super Bowl MVP. So BetMGM has a really cool part of their app here where you can bet on players to get Super Bowl records. So records to be broken in the Super Bowl um, that have happened in the past. This one is most rushing yards by a wide receiver. So Mm -hmm. the record for that is 54. So you can bet on any wide receiver to record 50 or more rushing yards for the Super Bowl record at plus 1,100. So given what Debo Samuel has done throughout his career and especially a couple of times throughout the year, specifically against the Eagles with those rushing yards, if they deploy him in the way that Sean thinks they may, is it achievable for him to get 54 yards and break that Super Bowl record at plus 1,100? Wow. You know what? That's interesting simply because how they use him. He's a he's a jack of all trades. They can put him at the running back position. Him and Jet Sweets. They run a Jet Sweep, hand it off to him. I mean, it's, it's – but see, that kid's kind of iffy because if they hand it off to him, it's a rushing prop. But if he's walking by on a Jet Sweep and he pitches it to him, that's a passing stat. So it's kind of iffy when you think about it. But I'll tell you what. Uh, man, I mean, just – Put a couple dollars on down on that. That's, that's the I. You know what? I, I would prop it. Oh, man, I would prop it. I would put a lot on it, but I would prop it. I think they're going to do some tricky things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, I you think just said two has weeks. a great chance of winning the MVP, but at the same time, he hasn't done that all year long. 
hasn't done that all year long. Like, because Christian is there, just give it to Christian. Christian, whenever you want to run the ball. Mm -hmm. And they give it to Debo running-wise sometimes in the red zone. So he doesn't really break break big runs. He may get a touchdown out of it, which I think he'll get, but he doesn't really break a big. Well, I mean, with their uh, way their offense is constructed, they do a lot of that in third and two, third and three, in the, in the, you know, from 20 to 20. I'm going to drop it. Again, I guess the Detroit Lions, it was three carries, seven yards for Debo. Like he didn't get the. I'm trying to say what um, the Eagles, he had like what? He had like. Yeah, what's the most rushing yards he's had? This yeah. season, I d I don't know that off the top of my head. What and it depends on the odds on this, but I think I'm gonna prop it because even if it's not a designed run, like I could see him find because that is the Chiefs' defensive weakness. Like I could see him finding a hole and and just going for it. Yeah, maybe not all 55 yards on one play, but I think he could rack that up. Plus, like like one big run plus a few red zone runs. Sure, why not? Did we lose Kev? <laughs> no, you got me. Oh. And, I, and I got the Debo Samuel numbers. So his most rushing yards in a game this year was against the Rams in September when he had 38. I thought he had mm. more in that Philly game. He only had 22 yards on three carries. Um, but I think when you're looking at that number 54, you know it's not going to be a volume number. Like, you know he's not getting seven carries, but he has to break like a big one. And that's right, possible, right. right? Like he could yeah. break a big time 50 plus For yard sure. rushing touchdown and then get another one. So that's the only way he gets that number. Yeah. I so still that, think and that, easy, I'm going to yeah. prop it because of that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I can't. I'm drop it. Again, uh, yeah, I'm going to drop it. I can't do it. That's too risky for me. Too risky for my blood. I'm sorry. I only got a certain amount of money to put up in this game, okay? And then <laughs> I can't, I can't. and then when I, I get it, a, I then when I get a text yeah, I should have. I should have. Yeah, I, I got I to write it. would be like the first play of the game. Um, that, that always happens to me. All right, what else you got? All right, let's go back to Debo Samuel and another 49ers player we talked about, George Kittle. So Debo Samuel to score twice in the game, which he did against Philadelphia, plus 1,200. George Kittle to score twice, plus 1,500. This is more of a would you rather. If you had to bet on one player to score twice, George Kittle or Debo Samuel at that value, who are you taking? I'm taking Debo. He's just the more explosive player. Uh, I think they want to get him the ball. And, uh, you know, Kittle, like I said, Kittle's fine with just going out there. He's not going to make a ruckus if he's not getting a rock. He's fine with going out there and blocking. You know, give him a first down every once in a while. He's good with that. So I'm going to go Debo. Debo wants the ball. He commands the ball. I'm going to go with – wait, is Debo or George Kittle? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Debo, just given that the, the Chiefs aren't good against the run. Um, I think that's the, probably their weaker point defensively, so I'll go Debo. Yeah, like I said, Debo is my dark horse MVP. Mm -hmm. That means multiple touchdowns. So, mm -hmm. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't an either-or for me. This is a yes. I'm going to bet Debo to have multiple touchdowns anyway. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I got Debo getting multiple touchdowns Absolutely. And, winning, and, and, and winning this MVP. He's willed them. He's willed them this this season. He's the one that's willed them to be as good as they are. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what I got. What else you got, Kev? Wait, Sean, have you seen? So you know how the 49ers walk out to the boombox, right? Mm -hmm. They bring out the boombox. They play music. Have you seen the thing on Twitter that they could do like the funniest thing possible and play a Taylor Swift song as they walk out on the boombox? Wow, are they going to no, no, do no, that, Sean? No, no, no. <laughs> no. What it, was, I don't, but what it why actually would, was, it was a Kanye West song. That they was gonna play. Oh, so the, I was gonna said, say that would made, be really funny. I made that famous. 
Remember that line with Kanye yeah. said? Yeah. I made that yeah. famous. <laughs> they said he should come out to that, and that would be the funniest thing ever. Wow. And the, first funny. of all, it would be the greatest troll of all time. It yeah. would be a great troll. Yeah. And I don't want them to do that. Like, there's no need to poke, poke that bear, and there's no need to disrespect, mm-hmm. right? Because Taylor Swift don't deserve that, but it would be the funniest thing ever. The prettiest Bro. thing ever. And, and, and Debo gives two about poking the bear. That's true. <laughs> he gonna say whatever he wanna say he how he gonna say it yes he will yes yeah 49ers as a whole don't really care about being disrespectful no not at all yeah. not at all yeah I can't see it. especially because those players like uh, Travis Kelsey right like True. they have they have good relationships with Travis Kelsey George Kittle especially yep. have good relationships so we're with, not gonna see what we Travis saw before Kelsey. the uh, AFC championship game no. with Travis Kelsey like beefing with Justin Tucker the kicker, he's not gonna <laughs> no. start fights with the, who's the 49ers kicker. Again? Moody, no, nah, nah, he's, no? he's a rookie punk kicker. He ain't even got a name right now. So no, no. He'd be like terrified if Travis Kelsey got near him. Like, yeah, yeah, sir. yeah. He's like, no, I'm, I'm just here, please. Yeah, exactly. No. How about, how about the Travis Kelsey fade thing? Oh my God, that was. <laughs> did you see his his answer? Like honestly, shout out Travis Kelsey because his answer for uh media or like the first opening night when they do all the questions at the Super Bowl in Vegas. Uh, he was like, and you guys had to do that on February 1st. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, black is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost He's got like, him. You guys to be so dirty on that one. Yeah. Dirty. Because, again, that's like... A lot of the Taylor stuff has nothing to do with Taylor and the things around. Yeah. The Travis Kelsey got... The, the, the swag surf was an article. Look, the new dance that's... Yeah. That, that, that yeah, Taylor Swift is, is doing with the... Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing that in college. Mm-hmm. I, don't, don't, like, don't, don't like do that. 15, yeah, 20 do that. years yeah. ago, we was doing that. What are, what are we doing here, man? Bro, I, I, I've had a fade since I was two years old, bro. Yeah. Right? When, <laughs> when, when we could get fades. Right, right. Right? Like, we had fades when we could get fades. Like, wow. what are we doing here, Travis? <laughs> and and then, uh, you, <laughs> brought the and, fade? And, and Shannon Sharp, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, at what point did you turn around and say you went to a, a, a black barber and say, all right, I want the number two. Yeah, that fade right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Travis. Right. What? <laughs> what? The little Bootsy fade? Like, come on. Right, right. Stop it. Yeah, I know. Just the annoyance that comes around the Super Bowl, Kev. Right. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Damn, I really started a conversation there. All right, uh, <laughs> let's go to some first touchdown scores. This is one of my favorite bets of the Super Bowl. I've hit this in the past. I hit OBJ with the Rams a couple of years ago. It's fun. You're oh. with a lot of people. It's the most exciting bet in the game, it feels like for me. So we're going to go there here. The last time these two teams played, it was a surprise first-time touchdown score. It was Patrick Mahomes who rushed it in in that 2020 Super Bowl uh, in which the Chiefs won. So this year, Mahomes is plus 2,200 to score first. But also, we talked about Brock Purdy rushing yards. He's plus 4,000 to score first on a little scamper. Are you taking either of those? Are you propping either of those with a little sprinkle with Mahomes to score first, rushing plus 2,200, or Brock Purdy to score first, rushing plus 4,000? You know, that's tough. 4,000, that's a lot, but... Hell nah. I'll say it for y'all. Hell nah. A quarterback for the first touchdown? If I had to choose one, I would choose Patrick Mahomes, obviously. But, Mm. like... I don't even think I'd do that. I never hit on first touchdown scores, ever. It's always some, like, random person, I feel. And it doesn't get any more random than Purdy, though. (laughs) It doesn't get any more random than that. That's actually very true. That could be uh, Kyle Juszczyk. Right, right. (laughs) 
that I wonder what those odds are. Like, nah, I, I'm sorry, Kev, I can't do it. Yeah, I got to drop it, but I mean, there's nothing like you know going and putting a couple dollars over here. Like, let me let me slide this over here. You know what I'm saying? Well, when the odds are like that, like you could honestly bet what like a two dollars on it and make if it hits. Somebody. But see, I have the opposite thinking when it comes to first touchdown people. Because uh-huh. first touchdown people are like, I could start my day off great. Mm-hmm. I just think about starting my day off bad. <laughs> right? Like in every other thing, when you pick yards and you pick touchdowns, you got a whole game for that to potentially happen. Right, right. Like for you to lose your first bet in the first three minutes of a game just pisses me off. But then if it hits. That is it true. Hits. Then it's hit. Then you can really yeah. make bets. But again, it, it don't be hitting. <laughs> Never be hitting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Never. So that's. Yeah, that's like a unicorn bet there, right? You know, mm-hmm. Brock Purdy scoring a touchdown, the first touchdown. It'd be kind of hilarious. That is a unicorn pick right there. Yeah. What, you, what else you Sean, got how there? often do they run the tush push? Like, do they, they, they never run it, right? Because they just rely on CMC. Like, there's that's no, I, have they run oh, no. the tush push at all? They, well, yeah, they, they did. They, he got hurt. They got, <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't the tush push. It was a sneak. Yeah. Like, they run the sneak from time to time. They don't have anybody pushing them afterwards. They run a sneak from time to time, but but for the most part, it's give Christian the ball and let him run behind Trent Williams. And, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's simple math to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's their version of the tush push. That's their version of we're gonna get this ninety something percent of the time in one yards or less. So no, they're not running the tush push. All right, we got one more with a minute left. Uh, pretty straightforward one. Travis Kelsey to have the most receiving yards in the game is plus two seventy five. Are you propping or dropping that? I'm gonna drop that. Dropping. Yeah. The way y'all tried. The way y'all said that. Yeah. Dev rolled her eyes like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna drop that. Simply because you know he's gonna be the target. He's the guy that Patrick Mahomes wants to go to. And you got too many dynamic guys on the other side of the ball. Um. That that are just horses. You know what I'm saying? Brandon Ayuk. You know, mm-hmm. was a horse. Debo Sam is a horse. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I I just can't see, you know, and Rashi Rice is good enough that he could be that guy, even on his team. So yeah, it, it I can't see him being the leading uh I'm with y'all. allowing Travis to have a big game in this game would be mm-hmm. fire yeah. that coach. Like yes. what are we doing? Like mm-hmm. Fred Warner trail him everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Like and yeah. I know they they have zone concept concepts with their linebackers, but no. Yeah. You cannot <laughs> make the mistake that the Baltimore Ravens made. Absolutely. So I can't. I can't see him leading. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't lead his own team. Right. Yeah. And I think even if he does, is. I I think Brandon Ayuk and or Debo Samuel are going to have more than him. So I'm so yeah. glad it's the big game. I'm so glad. Okay. Can I say? Uh-oh. I don't like. I've been thinking about these last two weeks. I don't like that there's a week off. I think that they should do away with that. Because in my opinion, okay, hold it. We gotta take a break. Can't tell us take a break. We're gonna come right out to your grievance. And all right, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll jump on. We'll that. come okay. right back to your grievance. All right, listen. The Sunday spread. Dev's about to be mad. <laughs> come back to it. All right, we're back. Sunday spread. Last segment before the big game. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks. Dev has mm. a grievance. Well, wasn't oh, yeah. happy for before, before we saying. went to break. Uh, Go ahead. So yeah, I was just see. I feel like now it's not genuine because I'm not as fired up as I was in the moment. <laughs> it on. just feels fake. But I just think that they should do away with the week before. I know that there's you know awards and and the Pro Bowl and all all that. But the Pro Bowl's not even the Pro Bowl anymore. On I don't think I watched more than ten minutes of the Pro Bowl games. Um, there are some funny moments, but you can usually just catch those on social media. 
I, I just feel like the week in between kind of takes steam out of the Super Bowl because it feels like it's been so long. Like, I just don't care as much. <laughs> kind of like, I don't know. It just feels like, all right, like, let's just let's do this. Let's get the big game on the road. Right. Well, you know, uh, it, it's funny you say that because I won Super Bowl 40 mm-hmm. and we didn't have that break. So we beat, I think we beat um the Broncos on Saturday mm-hmm. and we flew out on Monday morning. Okay. We flew out that Monday morning. So it was different, you know, because we didn't, we really didn't get a, a chance to really enjoy the festivities of being um, in Detroit for the Super Bowl. We, we got right into getting ready for the game. You know, mm-hmm. we got there and, you know, we didn't have a curfew for like the first uh, three days, you know, so Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we didn't have a curfew. We had curfew on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then the, the game on Sunday. So when I say curfew, we had to be in by, uh, I think, 12 o'clock. But, you know, it was about business, you know, and we were about our business, you know, trying to get Bussy a Super Bowl. So a lot of guys didn't go out to start off anyways. But, you know, I think it was better because we transitioned from right from playing, got back, packed everything up. We really didn't get a sense that, all right, you know, here we go. You know, we got our families, and our families came up on Thursday. We flew out Monday. Families were allowed to come up on Thursday. And from, you know, from that point on, you know, it was, it was, it was time to get ready. It was time to. Did you feel like you were ready for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I don't even remember when there wasn't a buy. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, for, don't, I forgot I don't that, that. I forgot mm-hmm. that there weren't buys. Yeah. And I, really I like, don't I, I'm sure they do it for a number of reasons. And I know that Super Bowl week is crazy. Like, I, I saw Kyle Shanahan said that the 49ers, before they even went to Vegas earlier this week, they were prepared because they took their first week after the NFC championship game to, to prep for the game. So like you do have that extra time just cause I know Super Bowl week is crazy. I just think it takes the, the wind out of the sails in a way. It's kind of like, okay, like it just feels like it's been a long time. Like, let's just, let's go. And you don't remember the championship games as much, kind of, which can play into the narrative of the big game. Um, I don't know. I just, I think I would prefer one week. Yeah, because our game was February 5th. Our Super, my Super Bowl was February 5th in 2006. So let me see, AFC Championship game. I don't, I don't mind the buy because I feel like health, healthy-wise, you get everyone healthy, you get everyone fully prepared. Yeah. Right? Like, like I, I trust me, I, I get the benefits of it. I just think from a fan perspective and to keep the momentum kind of rolling with it, it would be better yeah. if they just kept it. And for us, the Pro Bowl being the week before is just the stupidest thing ever. It's very stupid. Like, I know the Pro Bowl <laughs> hasn't been anything for a decade, but at the same yeah. time, all right, so, like, 10 to 15 players who are in the Super Bowl aren't going to be at your Pro Bowl? Right. What, what, what is that? Right. What kind of Pro Bowl is that? Well, I think all-star games Pro and Pro Bowls are stupid to begin with, but that's just me. But they used to be great. They used to be great. When everyone played them and when everyone yeah. cared. Yeah, like now I just feel like no one cares. Like it's just you, like in any sport, the All Star Game I think is a waste of time. Yeah, I think the I think this is totally separate conversation. But the NBA got it right for that one year when they decided, and they went they're going away from it this year when they decided we're gonna have a point total and you have to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. then at the end of the game, it was like, oh, this is fun because yeah, you the team has to make it to one fifty, and it got exciting for one mm-hmm. at least quarter. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then went away. Um, yeah. All right, let's get to some of the fun props. I flip a coin right now. What are you picking? Tails. Always tails. Yeah, tails never fails. But I feel like, why is that? 
it's still a 50 50% chance. Right. right. Like, <laughs> you know, why why is Tails never fails something that's always stuck in people's See, I didn't know that. Head. I thought that I I was in the minority choosing Tails. No. Really? I've yeah, always heard Tails, Tails never fails. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like heads or tails, wh- which one is it more often? I feel like it's heads. Heads never tails probabilities. This is just in general. A heads never tails probably is it actually 50-50? A flip coin has 50 point 50.8% chance on the same side that you flip it on, allegedly. Okay. Hmm. So that means they flip it with, usually flip it with heads. Uh, yeah, I guess. So I it's 50.4 chance that it's going to be heads. But it's definitely tails never fails. That's what we pick <laughs> up. Uh, Gatorade colors. This is what everyone tries to figure out. Orange in the lead. Not, actually, not in the lead. Orange is plus 325. For some reason, purple's in the lead. Purple Gatorade. Plus 275. Blue is plus 375. Clear water. 11 to 1. No Gatorade bath at all. 20 to 1. What would y'all pick? Mm. Red, by the way, plus 400. I'm going to go clear slash water. I don't know. Because I think if if the Chiefs win, I don't know what what color was it last year. I don't don't even know. Like, I I just feel like they would have, like, water on their side, (laughs) though. Why would you think they would have I water? I don't what know. Kind of basic there is, is literally no. It was purple no. last year. Oh, that's why purple. Oh, there. that's why it's in the lead. They think Kansas City's going to win. They think it would be purple again. Yeah, I don't know. I just have a feeling that it's going to be like clear or, or like propel, like a clear Gatorade type drink. All right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> barely not backed by anything. Yeah. Like and, no and not a fun stats, take at all. no analysis, just, just vibes. No, I, just think I think it's, it's going to be water. Yeah, water. What you think? That's like I don't care. Do you remember <laughs> the color for your Super Bowl? No, I don't. And I no, no, I don't. In fact, I was one trying to distract the coach when uh when they when they were going to throw it on him. I'm trying to distract. I'm sitting right in front of him, trying to distract him a little bit when they came up behind him. And and, and then my boy Max Starks, it was Max Starks and Marvell Smith were you know dumping the water, uh the Gatorade on him, and as they're dumping the Gatorade on him, Max, his hand slips, and it hit the coach in the head. <gasps> the, the bucket hit him in the head. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, if Andy Reid wins, I feel like he's gotten enough Gatorade baths in his coaching career that he'd be like, just, like, keep it water. Yeah. I'm nah. still going with this, nah. team, guys. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going red just because both teams nah. are red. Nah, now, it, I wonder, and this is a take for a future, because Jim Harbaugh, mm-hmm. you see Michigan, he avoided the bath. Oh, did they he? Tried, he? He doesn't do the bath. He doesn't do it, period. And he avoided the no bat. They he like they tried to sneak him, and then, then he, he knew it was coming. and He dodged it. Now, if you were able to dodge the bath, mm-hmm. d- does it count as a bet? Well, does the count is clear. Big Big Red, Big Red's not dodging anything if they win. <laughs> I think Shanahan's a little more nimble. The Big Red ain't he ain't yeah, dodging. Kev said they eventually got him, but see the main shot they didn't get but him. Then so maybe they got him during as the, the plus two thousand, the no Gatorade bath. If they dodge it, ah, 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 see, this is just makes you think. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just for someone who loses the bet. Like, no, I have an argument. I heard, I heard. There's no more. There's no props. Um, for, for uh, how many times I showed Tyler, Taylor, I said, almost said Tyler, Tyler, no, Swift. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Like, uh, what's his name? Taylor Heineke. <laughs> I heard this. They don't have props for that simply because it can be. It can well, really yeah, be influenced the by the producer. Control, yeah. 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 Producer wanted to pull a fast one. They could be like, shut up. 
Yeah. <laughs> Gotta let this hit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. That's some for some fun prop bets. We well, we got the national anthem, the Mount of Usher songs. What Usher song do you want to hear the most? You got one? Yeah. That's fan favorite. <laughs> Bro, I don't I don't even know any Usher songs. I'm not a Yeah, it was like my my sixth grade anthem. Bro, I, I I'm not a music guy. What? I, I am not a music guy. Usher. Yeah. What do you mean you don't know any Usher? I, I mean I know I, was it um uh was that uh Look at him. That's enough. That tells us enough. You don't have yeah, to finish, right, Barry. Right. You don't have to finish on that. Jeez Louise. Jeez. They had a little yeah. dance on it. They had a little dance with it. They had well, that's all he does is dance. He got a little dance every No, I mean it's it's um I'm sorry. I'm gonna yeah, save you. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. save you. Dance. I'm gonna save you, Barry. I'm gonna save you. All right. Let's wrap this up. All right. Um Deb, I'll start with you. Mm-hmm. Give us a score. Give us who you think's gonna win. All right. A little all right. final all analysis. Right. I'm gonna go. What I say the final score is going to be before? I don't know if I'm going to stay with that. I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to win 28 to 17. 28 17 Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Barry Brooks. Wow. I was going to go. Right. Man. I was going to go 24 17 Chiefs. 24 17 Chiefs. We'll write it down. Now, guys. All year long, you've been against me. Oh, is this? Do you have this prepared? This I I don't I don't I didn't know you guys both because both of you actually picked the Forty Nineers to win your Super Bowl in your yeah in your brackets that we did before. Well, the I also had the Forty so Nineers playing the Bills. I didn't so. think you were going to disrespect me in front of my face <laughs> during this final. What do you think we've been doing game, all season big game, long? Big game show. I, you were just with me, and now you're not with me. You're jumping off the bandwagon. So now I feel like I have to say you're something. never on the bandwagon. Well, you, you got on the bandwagon for a second when you picked them to win the entire thing. Listen, I tried to tell you all year long. Mm-hmm. I tried to tell you against the Eagles. I tried to tell you during the playoffs. I tried to tell you what the 49ers were. And once again, you're going against me, despite me to be petty, <laughs> to poke the bear. The 49ers are going to once again win this game, and they're going to win by double digits. Oh, wow. I said okay. it before, and I'll say it again. I think the 49ers win this game. I think offensively they play great, and I think they win this game 34-20. to 20. Okay. I think, I wow. Think, I think offensively. 14 points? 14 points. Okay. Offensively, wow. they're going to be flowing. I think offensively they're going to be doing the damn thing. I think that the, the, they're not going – I think the – Kansas City Chiefs are only going to have the ball for about 23 to 25 minutes this game, and the 49ers are going to dominate the time of possession with how much they run Christian McCaffrey and how efficient their offense is going to end up being. Now, a lot of people in this game are going to say the 49ers, hey, Kyle Shanahan's going to blow it. It's 28-3. He blew it, and this time he's not going to blow it. This time he's going to hold it down and, 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 and host a Super Bowl and be a Super Bowl champion. The 49ers have played poorly in their first two playoff games. Mm-hmm. And because of that, and because they had another week off, this is going to be the best game they played the, in their entire playoff run. They're going to be going to be closer to what they were in the regular season. Christian McCaffrey is going to ball out. Debo Samuels is going to win the MVP in this game. And Brock Purdy is going to Disney World. Here, here. Do you want us to clap or? Heck no. <laughs> Boo. No, look, I could totally see that playing out because as as we talked about earlier in the show, like 
uh, people are surprised that the Chiefs are favored. You have to remember the regular seasons that these guys had. The 49ers are a dominant team, and I could see them dominating the Chiefs in this one. So I'm not going to argue with you on that. I just learned my lesson in the AFC Championship game. You can never count out Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. You, you should have can't. learned your lesson going against me. In the okay. <laughs> uh, can we wrap the show? Is it over yet? Oh, All right. Yeah. We, we, we wrapping up. A bad habits. There it is. Mm, okay. You had, to, you had to look that up. I had to. That in there. What no, is, is that your answer to Usher? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You've already Ten lost, minutes Barrett. later. You, you've already <laughs> been judged, okay? Listen, we'll be back again next week to recap this whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to be making fun of them or they're going to be making fun of me. And maybe this guy will know two more Usher songs <laughs> that he can recite for us. <laughs> that is your homework, Barrett. Barrett's Barrett been quiet over there. Yeah, he's right. researching. Bad researching like a mug. Yeah. Do you even name? Uh, whatever. I, you know what I mean? I thought you at least going to go to one of the original My Way. <laughs> it's not even. Make a me one of something. This guy. Sunday spread. <sighs> Barrett Brooks, Sean Bell, Devin Caney. Presented by BetMG. This is the Sunday Spread with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell, on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM.